0: It's Unstable Topics with Sarah and Maggie.
1: Hey, welcome to Unstable Topics, a fast-paced, jam-packed, unhinged, bestie podcast filled with facts, reacts, and made-up games
0: in between. We're your hosts, Sarah and Maggie.
1: Hey, Maggie, what you got in your hand? Oh, I have an Unstable Topics sticker. How do I get one of those? Well, we ordered these to share with all of our friends who are following along the podcast. So you can just shoot us an email with a screenshot of you following Unstable Topics on Apple, Spotify, YouTube, and we will send you a
0: sticker in the mail. Stop it, snail mail? Snail mail with a sticker. Can you believe it? For free! I love this so much. So I'm going to go right now and subscribe to our podcast, and I'm also going to give us a review. Oh, my gosh. Sarah, if you give a review and send us a picture of that review, we will
1: write you a review of your review and include it in a handwritten letter
0: with the sticker in the snail mail. This is fantastic. This might be the deal of the century. End of message. Your episode of Unstable Topics will be starting in three, two, one, fight. Hey, bestie. Hey, bestie. So, when this episode airs, it's going to be the Thursday or the week before Mother's Day. And with that, I'm reflecting on our fantastic Mother's Day from last year. Yes, yes. We were surprised by our husbands. To go see Sonia Morgan. And for those of you who don't know, which I am assuming everybody here knows who Sonia Morgan is, but she is a real housewife from the New York franchise, or I guess former housewife now. Yeah. Rest in peace to the franchise. She's still alive. Yes. Yeah. yeah. She's still very much alive. And our husband surprised us with tickets and it was the best Mother's Day gift I've ever received. It's true. I I
1: think about that show a lot for a lot of reasons. And one is it was so nice. Such a surprise and so aligned to what we enjoy, which is trashy reality television. Uh, I also loved that Sonia is 100% who she is on the show in person as well, which is to say she is a star
0: and a lush. One of my favorite memories was that two things. One, when we found out we were going we screamed we were excited and i think her husband was like it's not that- wow we did something really cool um, yeah. <laughs> uh good on us <laughs> and then y- we were immediately like we need to make shirts we had the same shirt already so we didn't even have yes. to buy another shirt we just needed no. to iron on letters and so we did it says sonia's intern and for those who don't know sonia hires and that's a loose word interns to work at her townhouse with her um, and much like Taylor Swift, you know how her era's tour is going on. People got dressed up, their themes and all this. And we were thinking this is going to be the same thing. People are going to come to this Sonia Morgan experience themed out. And we we're like, okay, we're going to be as interns. We're going to fit right in. We show up. No one else was in any type of theme.
1: Yeah, everyone was very dressed up as if this was Broadway or a very fancy date night, and you and I were in jeans, Target gray t-shirts with ironed-on crooked letters that said Sonia's interns. And that was on brand for us, and Sonia would have (laughs) loved it. One of my highlights from that is they did like a little Q&A in the audience. So the guy was uh coming around with a camera, and you could ask Sonia a question, And I was like, we got to ask her a question. Did I have a question in mind? No. No. I did not honestly think we would get picked because, again, we were in jeans and T-shirts and everyone else
0: looked very nice. And yet, we did get picked. I knew you were going to get picked or I knew we were going to get picked. And when that would happen, I was going to throw it to you, which I did. Yes. And I filmed- Threw it. You threw me the question
1: and also threw me under the bus because you knew I did not have a question. I just like raising my hand and just being like excited. Attention. I just yes. like
0: attention. I had no question prepped, but I think we did it. We pulled it out. We did. And I have, so when you post, when we shared this on um, the 11th, we will share also the photo of us and we did a video of us from the concert, concert. From This wasn't Luann. This wasn't Luann's show.
1: Yeah, this was not Countess Luann, the cabaret. This was Sonia Morgan. <laughs> Sonia Morgan. Just her walking on the stage going,
0: what's going on?
1: <laughs> no one told me what's going on.
0: Oh, you did ask her, though, what dress she was wearing. And honestly, that was a great question. But hindsight, with all the Giovanni stuff that happened and with her Century 21 brain, I think it I had know. just closed. Yeah, I know. And I didn't think that
1: through. No, I didn't. I did not think it through because I think when she, the way she responded was kind of like, this woman is shading me, as in this woman being Maggie Reith Austin is shading me. And I was not, I was not, I was trying to think of an easy lob question that sound, made me sound interesting. And so I said, what are you wearing? Because, of course, that's a, Really interesting question.
0: Mm -hmm. Um, question. And Sonia, I know you're going to watch this and listen to this. And we are your biggest fans. We love you. We would love a tour of the townhouse whenever you're ready. And we will be your interns. Yes. I already have the shirt. We have the shirts. Maggie, are you ready for your fact? I am. In the 1840s, a big grin was seen as childish. So one of London's photographers told people to say prunes to keep their mouth taut prune
1: prune prune but when i say prune i get like a a kissy mouth like a duck face
0: prune prune but you do get taut on the corners prune prune, prune.
1: i think i have to prune. be prune. prune prune if i was just saying it if i didn't know what i wanted my face to look like
0: and i was just saying prune i don't think i prune you're definitely not smiling I'm definitely not smiling. You're not, you don't look childish. You, I bet he created duck face without realizing it.
1: I, you know, I'm, this is a controversial opinion.
0: I like duck face.
1: I don't see what's the controversial opinion on that. I like, well, because people are always making fun of it. And they're like, oh, I like duck face. Oh gosh, why would people do that in photos? But I like it. I think it's cute. And I will stand by that. I defend it. I'm never going to make fun of someone for making a duck face in a photo. You're making duck face right now,
0: and it's I am. I'm honestly practicing it. stylish, fashionable. I wonder though if it's like, did the card is this another Kardashian tie-in? Do they start the duck face? No, I don't think they started it.
1: I feel like it's one of those things that you know, like one of those things that just everyone starts doing it at the same time. It's just a really good idea, and people think, oh, I invented it, but really, like seven different people invented it at the same time.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I do think it's interesting though. He, they thought smiling was childish. And now I, we're in a world where you don't see a lot of big smiles. We are back in that phase. Yeah. Right? We're not. I, I'm like, smile. Let me see your dimples. Let me see the joy in your face. Like When I smile, my whole face gets bigger. But you know why? Because my joy's big. Yeah. yeah. Your heart gets bigger too. My heart is bigger. I, I think smiles are
1: fun. I, I will say as I get older, I feel like my teeth get older even though you know yeah like i'm just like i'm like oh
0: i don't know if i like looking at my teeth sir i never never would have crossed my mind till now so for those of you who aren't watching we're now smiling with our teeth showing so i encourage you to go watch this on youtube so you can see (laughs) our our old (laughs) teeth
1: our old teeth you know what's interesting too is like those photos of you when you're really truly smiling and laughing when you first see them you're like ugh or when I first see them of me, I'm like, ugh, come on, get it together, Wreath Austin. But then later, like two months later when I see it, I'm like, oh my gosh, I look so happy. You know, like when you go back and look at it, you're like, that's great. But in the moment,
0: you're like, I couldn't have done a good duck face there. So Maggie, we just talked about in the 1800s, people were made to say prunes, so they didn't look childish smiling. Mm -hmm. For your react, is there something we do now? in the 2023s that you were like, hey, stop it. Stop it doing that in in photos. You look look like a fool. You know what? Uh,
1: Here's what I'll say about that. Like I said about duck face, I feel like I am one to just encourage youthful, playful photos, right? I do what you want. Um, I think a lot of times people throw up like, oh, look, like I'm doing the peace signs. And it's like, that's fine. You know, that's fine. I think that might be a little childish, sure. But I think it's also like do what what brings you joy. So I can't think of something that I guess, but you're not just talking about photos. You're talking about anything someone does that's
0: childish or just in photos? Just in photos. Maybe like the dog filter on Instagram? For me, I want to see less filters. Um, I'm very cognizant now when I post stuff that I try to do it sans filter. Interesting. Because I'm like, "This, this is me. This is who I look like. We are great people without filters, and especially with AI being off the hinge. I know, right, now, right? Yeah, it's wild. Let's reel that in. You know, let's reel in this AI nonsense. But I
1: will say, when you use the filters, then like what you post gets picked up by those. So, like if you have like a social, if you're like doing social for a company or something, or like unstable topics or the monthly junk, if you use a filter, then you show up in like that fil- people who are interested in that filter. So you show up in their reels and everything. And so it's like, do I want to do a filter? No. Does this content warrant a filter? No. But am I going to do it? Sure. And will I look like a gosh darn supermodel? Okay. I guess I have to for the sake of the algorithm. Not because I'm vain, but because I want our content to do well.
0: Well, 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 it's time to take a brief break from all these facts and dive into the facts of our personal lives. Oh, really? Sarah and Maggie will cut through the airways with heartfelt true stories from the week. Sarah,
1: you're a mom, a filmmaker, an actor, a writer, a baker, and on top of all of these things, you are also one of the most thoughtful gift givers that I have ever met. So spill, what is your secret? What's the best gift you've ever given someone? How did you find it? Give me all
0: all your secrets. I didn't I would never have put myself in the category of good gift giver. I don't I mean, I don't I don't think I give like amazing gifts. No, you give thoughtful gifts. I mean, there was the epic time you turned thirty, and I sent you a singing chicken at a um, birthday breakfast in front of dozens of people. So that constitutes as a, a thoughtful gift, right? That that was a that was one of the gifts I was thinking of. One of them. You, one of them.
1: I feel like you just are always someone who's like got something thoughtful to give, or like you sent me like a cake on my birthday, you know, or like. I feel like you're someone who's like, oh, I saw this and thought of you because you mentioned this one time four years ago and you remember those things. And then when you share it,
0: the receiver of those gifts is like, wow, she is so so thoughtful, not creeped out. You're, I'm thoughtful. I just want to make sure. I feel like there's a border line between creepy <laughs> and thoughtful sometimes, and I, I don't know
1: if I know what that line is. So that's why I'm, I'm great.
0: <laughs> I'm great. Hey, I'll take thoughtful. I will say my mother is an the most thoughtful person I have ever come in contact with. She will remember the last conversation you had. Will ask about people you've mentioned. She's an extremely thoughtful person, and I have learned through watching her, how it is important to remember what conversations you have with people and the people you really care about what is important to them. So my husband, for example, if there's any chance I can bring home like one of those gas station pies that are in like the crinkle paper you know, those hand pies, Mm -hmm. he will be like, this is such a kind and thoughtful gesture. I'm like, I know because you, you love these things. Or I don't know. I know with you, like if I see something real house, if I see a real housewife bottle of wine, wherever I am, I'm like, I need to get this for Maggie. Right. Or if it's like, you're, watercoloring, your artistic self. If there's something I see, I'm like, oh, this is definitely Maggie, you know? But my mother, since this is all Mother's Day episode. She is the hardest person to buy for because growing up, she had, she always tells us every day is Mother's Day, which I support because every day you need to honor and respect and appreciate the mother person in your life, right? We do so much for those who we care about. And so when it was actually Mother's Day, she insisted on handmade gifts. So like lots of photo collages, um, lots of paintings, and she treasured them. She still has all of that stuff. So buying stuff for her, like I'm trying to think what something thoughtful I could get her besides tickets to Dancing with the Stars. Ooh, Oh, gosh. If I could come in clutch and get her seats for Dancing with the Stars, she would be so excited. She would be like, no, no, no. I don't want to go. I don't want to go. I don't want to go. But she would go and have the absolute best time. Okay. Here's an
1: idea. Handmade Mm -hmm. gift Dancing with the Stars tickets. You, Jamie, Walter, Annie, I'll come. Kyle will come. Oh, I love this. get her tickets. We'll make your living room into a dance studio. We'll do Dancing with the Stars, wigs, costumes, the whole bit. But it will be homemade, handmade.
0: I love this idea. I love it. We're going to actually do this. We'll invite your mom. We'll have like a Mother's Day Dancing with the Stars experience. Well,
1: hold on because my mom does not like homemade gifts. She sent me a list. (laughs)
0: Man, oh man, what a special glimpse that was behind the curtain. Maggie, are you ready for a fact? I am. The original Three Musketeer bars of the 1930s came in three packs with a different nougat flavor in each, vanilla, chocolate, or strawberry. World War II rations made the triple threat expensive, so the company cut it down to one. I always
1: wondered. One of my constant wonders of my whole life was why three musketeers when it's just one chocolate bar with Mm -hmm. one flavor inside. Mm
0: -hmm. Like
1: there's nothing three about that, and I could never figure it out. Now you know something I needed to
0: know. You know what this is? This is like a gift, my gift to you, without realizing it. That you need to know. It was at one point a Neapolitan, you know chocolate, strawberry, and vanilla. World War II, may I be so bold to say, ruined a lot of things.
1: (laughs) It also (laughs) I mean, it also, like, you know, established some really good things. Uh... (laughs) Mostly it ruined chocolate bars. Let's be real. It ruined ruined the Three Musketeers. I will say, the Three Musketeers with the chocolate, is delicious. When I imagine eating it with
0: vanilla or strawberry, I get a little, like, don't think I could do it. Yeah, especially I think it's the vanilla that would throw me off the most. Strawberry, because chocolate and strawberry could be kind of delightful, like that that nougat strawberry, almost like a um, what's the word, like a a, a bon, not a bon bon, like I don't know, like when you open a box of Russell Stovers and there's like those chocolate ones with the strawberry in the middle. Yeah, like, like yeah, a bigger yeah, yeah. size of that,
1: but it's so like chewy, and I think that would throw me. Like the chewy strawberry would throw me.
0: How did they pick? How did they go down to just chocolate? Do you think it was because the flavorings for strawberry and vanilla were hard to find? Or they're like, we got to have a poll. We got to figure out what the people really want.
1: Can you imagine working for the Three Musketeers company and World War II has broken out and you're like, you know what we really need is to do some market research to see which flavor is important. And that's your job. And you're like, I have to go out and ask all these people who have lost their sons, their husbands, everyone's overseas. But I'm going to be like, hi, important question. I'm a door-to-door pollster. And what would you prefer in in your Three Musketeers? Yeah. I don't know how they decided. It was probably like Mr. Musketeer was like, I only like the chocolate ones anyways. I only made the strawberry and vanilla for
0: my brothers. And they have died in the war. So So Maggie, we just discussed that the original three Musketeers had were in three packs, chocolate, strawberry, and vanilla. And I'm curious for a React, this is a big one. What is your favorite candy? Depends
1: on the day, right? If I'm driving somewhere and I want candy, I'm going to get Skittles because the chewiness of the Skittles really helps keep me alert and awake and I enjoy popping those bad boys in my mouth and nomming them. If I'm like sitting and it's just like for me to enjoy something decadent, I'm going to want a dark chocolate. That's bold. I love just classic dark chocolate, the delicious kind of bitter, but sweet, Mm, mm. crunchy melts on your tongue. Mm. That's for me like lounging in a in a
0: robe. I am anti chocolate with nuts. Really? I don't like chocolate with anything uh, like I like a caramel, like a salted caramel. That's my decadence. Give me a salted caramel chocolate Godiva square and we're in business. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what I want. Yeah. And can I clarify? Did you say caramel or caramel? I said caramel, like a caramel apple or like caramel, right? Caramel, chocolate and caramel. Yeah, Carl That's what. El- what else would you call it? Well, <sighs> okay. So Kyle's
1: favorite drink is a caramel macchiato, and I just got a. I just got to say, this kind of like irked me. Right, I was at the drive-through at a famous coffee roasters that has lots of drive-throughs and is on every corner, and I ordered it, and I said, "I'll have a caramel macchiato," mm-hmm. and the barista said. <laughs> A caramel mar- macchiato? A caramel macchiato? And I was like, a caramel macchiato. Yeah, a caramel macchiato. And they said, okay, one caramel arc macchiato. One- I can't even say it. It doesn't even roll off the tongue. It's caramel macchiato. They kept
0: insisting you were saying it wrong. I mean,
1: they didn't say like you're saying it wrong, but they were like, a caramel mar- macchiato? A- I can't even
0: say it. Caramel macchiato? It doesn't, it sounds wrong. The customer's always right. And in this situation, even if we weren't customers, we are right, it's caramel. It's caramel macchiato. And this barista at this institution who shall not be named hopefully was having a bad day and was just trying to take out some authority on a customer who was saying it correctly caramel macchiato
1: i just was i was like wow this is like do you not know what i'm saying or are you trying to make me feel like someone who doesn't know what's up and so then I went back. I was like, caramel. And so I was like, I'm going to make you feel like you don't know what's up. So what did how, how did this end? Did you get a caramel macchiato? No, I got a caramel macchiato. They gave me a caramel.
0: <laughs> of course I got a caramel macchiato. And, that's, and, and that <laughs> is the end of that episode. <laughs>
1: Thank you so much for joining us. If you enjoyed this episode, we would love a review,
0: subscribe, or for you to share this with a friend you think would like it. Or all three of those things. You can do all three and make our day and help us grow.
1: If longer than three minute podcasts is too much for you, you can always catch an abbreviated version of our show over on Jam by texting unstable topics to 552266.
0: And you can catch more of our antics on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and TikTok under the username The Monthly Junk, or at themonthlyjunk.com. Bye. Peace. Peace.